Hello and welcome to the Sea of Startups, where we dive into the stories behind the startups in Southeast Asia. I'm your host, Kevin Brocklin, Managing Partner of Indelible Ventures. Now, if you're a founder or funder looking to learn more about what drives the startups in Southeast Asia, this podcast is for you. We're about to sit down with founders to uncover the unique insights into the origins and motivations behind launching their startups. We'll uncover the stories behind the struggles, the ups, the downs guided from the view of an entrepreneur. So without any further ado, let's jump into today's show. All right. Today, my guest is Araf Tukiman, the co-founder of RunCloud. For those of you who don't know, RunCloud is a leading cloud control panel that is simplifying the cloud, doing away with the difficulties of cloud management and bringing simplicity to the return focus on business performance. Excellent. Thank you very much for being here today, Araf. Yeah, I'm a pleasure. Thank you, Kevin, for inviting me for today. Perfect, perfect. So uh, as, as people know, the first question that I always love to ask is getting into the origin story. So why don't you take me back? How did you come onto the entrepreneurship journey and how did you come to launch RunCloud? Um, I started my very first business during my college, my college study. I studied at UTM Skudai. I took um, computer science, majoring in graphic and multimedia software at that time. I started to uh, uh, make my own pocket money by develop website design for my lecturers, uh, for business around in, in Johor Bahru. Uh, then I started to get like two, three thousand ringgits uh, like every two or three months for a simple projects. So from being a, as a freelancer and then um, after I graduated in 2014, um, I started to like Without thinking much, I started my very first, uh, I established my very first business at that time, Cool Code. So Cool Code is still there until today, which is we are as a software house development company. We develop uh, system, mobile applications and games for clients around. So the startup journey started since then until right now. Even um, Run Club one of the R&D projects under Cool Code. So we think out, uh, we don't want to continue, not continue, it's like to scale our service company, but we thought of having our own product. So with R&D, we did my two other co-founders, Jibat and Ami. Um, we are friends since college, so we developed the service and also the product until today. Okay, perfect, perfect. So, so what what led you to 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 create this? I mean, you're you're basically a dev house, so I imagine you're doing a lot mm -hmm. of website design, maybe even uh, managing managing them after the fact, whether it's on clouds or hosting sites. What is it that made you decide, hey, I need a control panel, and not only that, I need one that's multi-cloud, multi-hosting site in the back end. How how did that come to your guys's idea? Yeah, the motivation of how we started the Run Club was actually when we received uh, quite a multiple projects that we need to develop a system and deploy on multiple clouds that preferred by our clients. Uh, as simple as, let's say, um, one project client wanted to deploy on Google Cloud. Another 
a system that they wanted to deploy on, let's say AWS, right? So my CTO Jepat, uh, he used to use um, our computer, which is uh, the, the panel to manage and deploy multiple projects on the cloud. So then uh, he talked of like develop our own uh, simple automation script at the time, and then uh, he done it uh, in 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 within a month or two. Uh, so since that we we didn't think about to make that as our product so the moment we realize that that problem is not only us is risk i mean been facing by many other dev house company as well and it's not not always on um software house company but it's always been facing a lot of problems whenever it comes to um, individual developers uh, businesses that have multiple clubs that they have to manage and also enterprises that have a bunch of systems that we need to control at the central level. Okay, So we developed from a simple automation script. Then uh, before Run Cloud, we launched our product at Chrome Launch in 20, um, 2015. Uh, it's not Run Cloud. Uh, it was WHOP.io. WHOP.io is basically web hosting panel. It is just a short form, WHOP.io. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, I would say not fail, but uh, we didn't get any kind of tractions. Uh, we make it like a license-based kind of product. And then we pivoting uh, to make the control panel SaaS. So anyone can just subscribe and cancel at any time. So that is the, uh, the origin, how RunCloud started uh, as a tool to solve our own problems. And then we launched into the community in 2016, Run Club, basically from 2015, WHOP.io, then we make it um, a new name and brand and SaaS-based control panel, which is Run Club in 2016. So we launched into community uh, events, job launch at uh, where is it? Uh, this TM Convention Center in KL. So it's surprisingly, we received a lot of uh, good feedbacks and we started to receive 100 to 200 signups. And then uh, local um, developers and businesses, they started to subscribe to our service. That was pretty, uh, pretty much amazing experience whenever we launched uh, the product. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because like you you experience the pain point as a software development house of trying to manage all this. You create your own solution to it, and then you start seeing, hey, other people have this this pain point as well. What if we could end up marketing it out? And so, mm -hmm. so then you end up doing a couple of events. You do job launch, and then you, then you relaunch in 2016 on the new name. So when you start getting back out to market and you start scaling it up, you get a few hundred signups here and there. And then, you know, fast forward today and you're a very international company with, with only a small percentage still in your home, still in the home country of, of Malaysia. How did yeah. it explode and become this kind of wildfire that just went all across the globe? How do, how do you start attracting those customers? Was it purely online? Did you advertise? How did you get so big? Yeah, this has been a lot of same question that a lot of like even my founders friend that asking me, hey, Arif, how did you get rid 
outreach to your clients globally. Mm. So uh, till today, um, only 6% of our paying customers are coming from Malaysia, being local. So 94% of Rangkot users, uh, active customers are coming from more than 100 countries and majorly from the US, the UK, India, and other scattered uh, European countries like Germany, France, and so on. So uh, when it when we launched uh, Run Club uh, at Tomlin's community, prior to that, like uh, I still remember on October 2016, I putting up Run Club solution on Digital Ocean Community Project. So if you know Digital Ocean is one of uh, most popular uh, cloud hosting for developers, they're very friendly uh, kind of uh, user interface and easiness and very affordable. Uh, I, th- I think until right now and starting a lot of um, uh, other providers that uh, giving the same like Vulture, uh, AWS like sale and so on. So we put and submit our solution on digital ocean community project October 2016 and uh, by December 2016 we have been mentioned by digital ocean on Twitter which is the most viewed community project 2016. So in just within two months we get a lot of viewed and tractions um, within the digital ocean community. If you Look at the digital ocean community. They are very vast and very big and huge and globally connected. When we realize that, and it's maybe the right timing to put our solution at that time, and um, the demand of people and businesses that are looking the right tool for their cloud is pretty much um, give us a little more advantage at that time moment. So from local that subscribe like 100 to 200, 300 subscribers locally, and then even the local people started to share about their experience in using Rangkrat in global connected community, like Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, even I started to uh, see the trend of uh, whenever people asking about, hey, um, I'm currently using DigitalOcean uh, Droplet uh, or VPS. I'm already um, provisioned my server but I didn't know how to manage my server. Can you suggest any kind of tool that can manage my server? So the comments is basically they mention our competitor and then Run Cloud. <laughs> so the tech is getting like, hey, uh, I just got to know about Run Cloud. How, how is it? So they started to share about, hey, uh, this and that, uh, they are from Malaysia and uh, they found that our uh, solution and the new experience that we are giving up. So we always focus on at that time, uh, we only to uh, we only have like two package free and like flat price ten dollars, mm-hmm. and we don't think much about um, the what we call it level of support. Whenever we receive any kind of inquiries, we try to give like fast support and best to them. So they started to share their experience uh, from uh, mostly from very uh, different Facebook groups like. Uh, WordPress groups, uh, uh, Laravel developer, PHP groups, uh, Redis, uh, certain uh, mentioning us on web hosting talk is one of the biggest web hosting forum in the world. So from there, we know that um, uh, a product is all about a customer. So the moment customer like your product is basically your marketing tool. 
So starting from there, we uh, we spent a few on like digital marketing and and we found out that it didn't work for us. And we started to support more and more into a uh, community world like WordPress, uh, community group, uh, WordCamp, uh, PHP group. Uh, so whenever they have conducted the event, we always support the community leader at the time moment. Okay. So it was really like a product-led growth strategy. I mean, it's it's often said that you can't really market to developers. You have to be able to enable that exactly. word of mouth. And yeah. if the product's not good, it's going to die pretty much on arrival because it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a very difficult crowd to please. And so once that's taken, you just basically started penetrating all of the different groups, all of the different communities where they're at. And you know, in order to facilitate that, how did you manage the 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 kind of the resources in order to be active in those communities? Is there like brand ambassadors in some of the local communities, meetup associations? How did yeah. you end up creating that that accelerating that that activity uh, across the globe? Yeah, like I mentioned to you, basically Rankla, it was a product of my software company cool code hmm. so started in 2017 early 2017 we realized that the growing numbers of our customers from malaysia and globally so we started to reach out more than 30 to 40 countries at that time and then september 2017 we established run club as a, a separate entity and till today i focus to develop run club as a business right the moment we see the trend of um, people are recommending our solutions and we started to know that uh, exactly uh, who are our target audience and mostly they are coming from developers background they are developer they are develop their own uh, software company business owner that from various uh, kind of creative segment digital marketing and so on so we I started to look all over the community from Reddit, Facebook groups. Uh, we even uh, started to put our uh, run club solutions on product hunt event. So they started to know about run club and they vote for it. Right. Mm-hmm. So how we manage that kind of thing, the moment we realized that they are developers and developers mostly they engage towards the developer, I mean, uh, tech events. So in 2017, um, I research and do a very aggressive in communicate with uh, uh, tech communities uh, like John Blanche, a local and WordPress hosting group, uh, like they have Facebook group, um, certain communities that uh, are coming from uh, different countries, US, UK, uh, even Africa. So I realized that uh, the way they approach so it it all started when i received one email from our users paid users they suggest and then wanted to contribute in run club so they emailed to me hey Arif, basically um this is so and so blah 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 and they try to suggest and how maybe you can do this and that right so it's all started they just wanted to contribute and i was thinking instead of you contribute why not i support you uh then it started the idea of run cloud global ambassador so i remember that um, uh, this guy from us 
he wanted to uh, support Rangkrat in terms of, hey, I can develop a technical or a blog post for you uh, because I'm also using Rangkrat and I love Rangkrat and wanted to make a, like a tutorial for you. Uh, why not that? I can, it's like ask for me, like, can I get permission from you, Arif, that I can develop a blog post for you? Uh, it's totally free and he don't think much about, oh, okay, this kind of, uh, uh, I mean, post and you need to pay like this. No, they just wanted to contribute. So instead of you contribute, why not that you become an ambassador that I support you whenever you go to any kind of events, we give the free tickets and we support in terms of if you conduct the event, we fully support the event. And also it's not uh, us that wanted to them talk about Rangkrat uh, for their place, no, uh, I don't want that. Um, Rangkrat is always focused on helping the agencies, the developers. If they have a problems, we wanted to them. Uh, we wanted to help them in terms of what are kind of the trends or the tools that they have to use. Even we don't even directly that engage that. Oh, if you have this problem, you need to use Rangkrat. No, it's always on uh, giving back in terms of knowledge that they don't know. So even we uh, sometimes that uh, this is not fit uh, in Rangkrat, maybe you, we also suggest uh, maybe you can use our competitor. So we always discuss in terms of um, uh, their problems and the solutions during the meetup. So from Rangkrat Global Ambassador, then we organize Rangkrat Global Meetups. Uh, I still remember that uh, we first started uh, a meetup in Cyberjaya and then we have the ambassador from Africa, then we started uh, Rangkrat Meetup Africa, and then it expands uh, before pandemics. In 2017, 18, uh, we, 2019, we very active like conducting the event as also support. Uh, we done Rangkrat Meetup London, Rangkrat Meetup uh, uh, New York, uh, uh, Rangkrat Meetup Jakarta in Indonesia, uh, a lot more. So uh, the brand is start to engage. Uh, I feel that this is the right thing to do. Uh, entirely our digital marketing in 2017 and 2018, we 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 not even much spend in digital marketing. Uh, now over three years we spend almost zero in digital marketing, and we always at the track of support the community. Mm -hmm. Okay. So since, since it's very heavy on the community, it's really heavy on this word of mouth, how has this also driven the product development side of things as far as building out new features, enabling new aspects of it? How have you been able to strike that balance and create those feedback loops with the users that you have? Mm, yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, we receive a lot of kind of uh, good and bad feedbacks uh, from the community. So yeah, as a normal users, we always um, demand more. Uh, even they are free users, they they demanding more. Hey, I wanted to use this this and that. So we don't make them um, like a free pro, a business users, and we priority based on the paying customer. No, we always make it them as a user and the demand that we need to check with the team and we discuss the ideas on how we can make it. Um, uh, either we wanted to prioritize um, the, the features or not. So we started to have our feature request platform 
So any users, existing users or from the community, they can just go that link and request the features. That is where how we are collecting the feature requests and the feedbacks uh, in one channel. Another part is basically we have our own Rangka community Facebook group. So that community is um, purposely uh, we create for our users. So any users they have, they have kind of suggestion or even they face any problem. So our technical team, we try to engage them. Even right now, um, our CMO, which is Raj, uh, he kind of like uh, very well connected within the community globally. And he himself, he himself as like a WordPress international speaker. So he knows that exactly what are the problems and they try to align uh, from the feedbacks to our technical team. So um, uh, we first started to think of Run Cloud for developers, which is a developer tool. Till today, yes, it still is. But the moment we check on the data, uh, surprisingly more than 80% of our, it's like almost 80%, 80% of our users are coming out from the WordPress users. So WordPress, okay. if you know like, uh, I think right now it's like 50 or 60% of the entire uh, website being powered by WordPress. So it's a pretty so dominant share. Yeah, yeah, it's very huge community when we talk about WordPress. Oh, yeah. So we started to realign our approach uh, toward a WordPress ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And and it's, it's a very critical uh, whenever we think about uh, supporting other ecosystem because uh, we a lot of things that we need to uh, what we call it we need to cover and need to think about the scalability whenever we uh, develop a new feature so uh, our CTO started to focus more on how every single features that we receive from the customer and we need to really really uh, deep down in terms of uh, the scalability of it to make sure that it's always be sustained and uh, what we call it stable in the new future because any single things that update uh, because we develop uh, the entire Rangka system to support uh, many third parties. So we need to mm -hmm. think about third parties and also uh, our uh, what we call it our cost tag. So I think um, any products also face the same problem whenever the scale of the product is getting uh, receive the huge traffic and huge users and huge demand. So to make sure that the legacy of the system is always at a catch chop into the product, product development. So right now we kind of like um, uh, make and very focused on make sure that our product very stable. And we already done a few critical decision that we need to do this and that to make sure that our uh, product and the cost tax uh, reliable and also stable uh, the moment we plan to enter the new segment, which is maybe, inshallah, maybe next year we're going to very focus on uh, deliver this, which is enterprise. It should be uh, this year, but a lot of things that I, I share with you, it's all about to make sure that the core of the product stacks is stable and this is very critical and make sure right. that you are focus on the next step on the product, which is uh, in our segment enterprise.
Yeah, I, I imagine this the ability aspect. You 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 really you really needed aim for being able to have zero downtime because that's that can be very problematic for somebody that's that's utilizing your 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 platform, your service, uh, mm-hmm. in order to make sure that it doesn't cause any business interruption or business complication. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Now you mentioned enterprise, but before I jump into that, because because with the WordPress community, I mean, there's a, there's a there's a number of um, oftentimes WordPress gets associated with the smaller websites. It's easy it's easy to 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 spin one up and launch. A lot of them end up on the hosting sites, or they end up going towards like an AWS or DigitalOcean or wherever the case may end up being. How do you envision? Because, like, if, if you're talking about some of these, some of these players, there are uh, a couple of other options when it comes to a cloud control panel, yeah. And so, when you look at the available option set that's out there, what's what's the key differentiator? So, if somebody is sitting there and saying, "I'm going to choose between these options," why run cloud? No, all right. We we treat ourselves. We are not new in the market. Uh, even since 2017, when we started to really focus on on scaling up and grow RunCloud as a business, so I'm also um, a cPanel user. If you know cPanel and Plans, it's one of the most yeah. popular control panel when whenever on a web hosting business. So any businesses they wanted to have a simple site, they might go to cPanel hosting. So mm-hmm. they subscribe maybe. Uh, a ten or twenty dollars, they will get a domain, they will get the email accounts, and they will get uh, the cPanel account and everything. Yeah. So, in uh, twenty seventeen, uh, uh, we plan to develop our lightweight control panel and simplify the way how developers manage their VPNs. It's not a shared hosting um, a server. It's mm-hmm. basically a, a true VPS, which is developer or business they own that. Uh, uh, server and then now they can do everything they want they want to, to do for their server so shared hosting is basically everything being preset up by the web hosting owner which mm-hmm. is this resell the bunch of packages that which is coming from the one server and shared to multiple clients which is uh, some of the disadvantages by using shared hosting is basically the scalability of your sites uh, maybe the security if anyone get hacked maybe you are potentially to get vulnerable to get hacked by the by the hackers uh, a lot of things whenever you think of uh, the continuity of the business and the growth of your uh, website uh, they always have the use case but at run cloud our audience is basically b2b which is the business owner which is the software house like cool code that i also run and I know the, the pinpoint as the business owner that runs software companies. So it always have different use cases and also uh, type of clients that we have. And mostly they wanted to have a simple system and also websites, which is come from WordPress. Uh, the, uh, the moment we launched RunClub, uh, we are not new in the market. At the time, there's always uh, already have like bunch of uh, uh, options uh, even they also have the open source option uh, we make our product we're not competing in terms of features but we always focus to make sure that run cloud always uh, simple minimal 
um, the features is always uh, developer oriented and to make sure that is uh, the performance as good as we intended and also to make sure that customer also feel that oh by using Runcard is very fast right and the the thing that started to people realize that oh Runcloud is good to go is always at the brand so we we started to develop Runcloud as a brand since the day we started Runcloud and 2018 the moment I um got uh, Raj into the team and he has experience in how uh, a brand should work in within I mean uh, toward the community and all so I see that uh, we need to make sure that Runcloud as a product and the brand need to engage with the community so the way we um, like align our product to the customer uh, that is make our differentiates towards the competitors that maybe they just i don't know but maybe they just sure. develop for their small team as a pet project of just for community to use the product but we make sure that runcloud if they use runcloud they feel that um uh, the easiness of using us and also mm-hmm. they feel the attachment in terms of the brand like we started to really advocate whenever we use apple versus android yeah. or maybe any other uh, OS, but we always feel proud if you're using some Apple, brand, some like brand that, right? affinity. Associated yeah, it's with like it. yeah. This, uh, the customer advocate whenever yeah, they use yeah. that. So when customer advocate, uh, it's all about the word uh, word of mouth, and we feel that sure. yeah, yeah, maybe certain things that we done in the past works. And uh, to make it uh, a bit on this, uh, since we already put like like uh, cpanel and plus is our direct competitors sure. uh, they have been experienced in more than 20 experience in web hosting uh, industry yeah so i, I think cpanel may not have updated in those last 20 years because it still kind of looks the same yeah they still yeah they have i would say they have a huge team and we it's don't big. want to compete them but yeah. we want to complement with yeah. the growing industry sure. so even by having them is also advantages for us because mm. they already shape the entire industry yeah. we just uh, come into in the, uh, uh, the the market as uh, modernized and our vision is basically modernizing the hosting so whatever uh, runcloud is a product we try to make sure that uh, we come into the market not direct as a yeah community is always there but we wanted to make sure that we always difference at user's point of view so what is this mm-hmm. is basically uh the the way we approach that in terms of brand and also the product so um the inter- the enterprise segment is going to be a huge decision for us and it's not easy and it's a critical as well as how the resource and the product uh development in the future okay so so look at looking of looking forward at that you know with with the with the transition towards enterprise uh, building out new products uh, the focus on stability as we were already talking about uh i mean there's there's obviously a component of human resources and being able to have the talent on your team in order to build this out when you look at the talent side of it is it is your team mostly local in Malaysia or are you using a network of developers that kind of mirrors your footprint as, as an organization as a, from a from a sales standpoint? All right. We started um currently we have like 30 to 40 team members 
and majorly is basically from engineering teams, yeah, mm-hmm. QA and so on. Um, ninety, I would say that ninety percent majorly our developers are local, and we have also developers from Indonesia, uh, Jakarta. Uh, only that Jakarta and Malaysia. So it's like 10% Jakarta and another 90% from Malaysia. Okay. In terms of the um, talent or the tech that we are, uh, I mean, the skill set that required for Rangkla as a engineer and the team for my CTO, uh, it's pretty hard for my CTO to really, really get the actual skill set because it's not a simple a platform idea. Like you, you develop a system develop the mobile app and develop a nice mm-hmm. website then ours is very critical because we handle server side uh, we handle a very um, deep in terms of performance uh, even we need to understand real like Linux kernel and everything yeah to make sure uh, the product that we deliver de- I mean delivers to the uh, customers as good and the performance as we intend. Um, yeah, um, still is uh, a crucial for us uh, to get the right team members. And now we started to groom uh, the juniors. And I think we still have a time to make sure that they are uh, right fit to our team. And I feel also whenever we do the hiring, um, most of them like quite random. And even they have like 10 years in experience, blah, blah, blah. But in terms of the skill set that we need, they don't have. So uh, maybe we started to reach out um, globally, but uh, I think uh, we we focus on the local first because we need, uh, my CTO need like a physical appearance that they can have critical discussion mm-hmm. um, physically. So I think, the moment we see this table and the new segment already uh, been organized properly, so maybe we started to like uh, aggressively hire talent from outside Malaysia. Okay, I'm 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 curious because of the uniqueness of the skill set uh, that you require. Uh, do you find the the retention side because since you since you're basically taking more junior staff, skilling them up. Do you should you have challenges on the retention side? Because RunCloud has a name brand. That name brand looks really good on a CV when when I when when recruiters start trying to find <laughs> find staff. Do you do you find that people are like looking at RunCloud as a source to poach people from? <laughs> yes, that is also our problem right now. Um, we know that RunCloud as a brand is good globally and also local. And Malaysian also always proud that, oh, now we have RunCloud because RunCloud serves global clients. So we're also proud that, oh, now at least RunCloud have kind of a SaaS product that mm-hmm. develop. The, we, we're also very proud that whenever we go, we always carry uh, Malaysian flags. Yeah? And uh, the problem that we have now uh, is not because our company as a culture bad but in terms of their career path and they see the advantages by maybe working at RunClub maybe at the first place I didn't know about that but the moment they started to work in RunClub and other big companies started to reach out that hey I can offer you more better in terms of 
salary and everything yeah benefits so we can't beat uh, benefits when it come to startup versus big companies so uh, i i we i realized that uh, because our brand uh, other companies started to like indirectly maybe they have their own spy hey, maybe you can approach <laughs> this guy maybe they have their own kind of hr process maybe they yeah. started to recruit so yeah uh, two or three our uh, good uh, team members uh, been recruited by other big companies and uh, it's like too good to refuse something like that yeah and un- unfortunately that's that's just the nature of having a reputation is that once you yeah. build it people <laughs> realize that uh, if they if if they're talented enough to be in run cloud they're talented enough to want to ste- want to try and steal them away um yeah. okay let's, it's like, let's yeah. yeah it's like uh just want to add it. it's like if you as a developer and in your cv say x google so anyone yeah, yeah. wanted to hire you <laughs> so now i see that oh x run cloud they feel that oh maybe the developer is very good yeah because of this case set then they wanted to hire. yeah okay. yeah yeah it's 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 yeah. it's tough managing that yeah. so let, let's let's transition back to looking forward because so so over this time very product-led community-led growth strategy you've expanded across the globe and now you're looking at getting moving forward and 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 going into an enterprise product so when you look uh the future what is this what does success mean for run cloud how do you define it so that you have a, a defined goal what is success for you how will you know all right uh, i was make run cloud as a business science by phase uh the first phase of run cloud we make it like even ourselves like bootstrap uh whenever we develop run cloud and we get the first client that is success for me okay and then the client use runcloud pay runcloud and uh, we have like uh, many uh, loyal customers since 2017 until now so the day we receive the happiness of our customers that is the phase two the first one whenever they use runcloud and they pay the service that is the success for runcloud the another one whenever they use runcloud for over a year and they're proud that hey, I, I like by using your website. And Runcloud success, if as a milestone base, um, we always have a big dream. Uh, for the first six months, we we treat Runcloud as a lifestyle business. So whenever we develop the business and can pay our salary and our developers, it's enough for us. And then we started to realize that the potential of Runcraft as a global business, uh, then from Bootstrap, we make it enter into the growth stage, which is try to make sure that how uh, big Runcraft can go. So then we started to reach out many global communities and try to uh, accommodate our Runcraft as a brand uh, into at the global stage. Uh, then we went. I personally have been uh, travel into the global communities more than twenty countries. I would say that US, Europe, every single big tech events, and we start to engage them and make it friends. This is this is the stage of myself uh, from local in Malaysia, because ninety four percent of our users is, is global audience. I need to know them. I cannot be at the Malaysian mindset. I need to make sure that I 
as a, a, a leader of the company, I need to make sure that my mindset is a global mindset. So whenever I reach to the global audience, that is also a success run cloud as a business because I see myself grow and Rankler also is growing, it's a success. And the big dream of Rankler is we wanted to make sure that uh, we're going to be at least the top three or top uh, first, the best product control in the world and also the best, uh, I mean, hosting ecosystem as a panel for uh, enterprises like hosting industry, cloud and everything. Yeah. So the end goal of Rankler Rank Cloud, we wanted to develop more and more ecosystem product uh, built in in Rank Cloud. Um, it's like after you connect your first server in Rank Cloud, they say from AWS, DigitalOcean, Parachi, and everything, it's what's next. So you need to deploy your websites. Then you need to have your, your uh, backup from for your websites. And then maybe you need to optimize. Maybe you need to add more security and, and maybe to check your performance. So we kind of like that is the dream that we wanted to do. Like, if you know about Atasian, they develop mm-hmm. from Jira as a developer tools to track uh, the, the developments. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they have Trello, they have status page, they have many, many other tools as a development and, and productivity tools for enterprises business. So ecosystem is our way to go, but at our segment. So... Okay. The moment we reach certain points as a product development and and the growth, I would say that it's already a success. It's not there is no engineering for us. Uh, I would see um uh, success is not a destination, but it's a journey. So okay, we always see looking uh, at that in those yes. phases like you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really it's really interesting that you mentioned that. I think the 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 last aspect of building out the ecosystem likely you're going to integrate further along the devops tool chain in order to continue to mm-hmm. see yep. what are the needs that they have um let me wrap up here with the standard closing question so the first one sticking on on tech what is the tech tool that you yourself cannot live without uh tech tools um uh i, I guess because I've been quite a year, uh, uh, not uh, in, because I'm coming from the technical and did mm-hmm. I develop like games, mobile apps, uh, and then um, my CTO will cover everything. And in terms of the tech tool that currently I'm using, mostly anything that related to communications. So okay. I can communicate um, easily to my technical teams and my partners and everything. So. I think the most I I'm not sure that is the tech tools or not uh not but uh slacks plus oh, yeah. the it, many integrations on the tech yeah. like right now um uh, we integrated with mix panel so okay. uh, we started to use mix panel to understand our uh product behavior and then everything been connected to uh slacks even my um engineer teams and my CTO started to integrate many good tools uh, from the technical and from other third parties, everything integrated in, in one tool. I would say that uh, Slack is my go-to channel and it's not really the tech tools, but because of that uh, communication communication channel and integrated with many other tech tools, I would say that uh, it's getting uh, very useful for me. 
on okay, very cool basis. yeah slack, slack has definitely changed things and the and the amount of integrations that they have just make it hugely valuable yep, yep. last question that i have here if you were to talk to another founder that's just getting started out and i know you're active in the community mentoring mm. and providing advice but what is the one biggest piece of advice that you would offer a startup founder that's just getting started all right um mostly whenever new kind of people or genius or they wanted to jump into entrepreneurs mostly on the technical or techpreneurs i will advise them always and always which is don't think about the money think about your passions and develop your own idea by using your own skill set because there's so many free tools that you can utilize uh, and you can first use yeah so because um uh, it tend to a lot of founders new founders whenever they wanted to venture into the new idea on business capital is always their first top of mind mm-hmm. so capital should be not a uh, not a single problem the problem is is always at by using your own skill set how you can get started uh, your first execute uh, kind of uh, list something like that so simple use whatever you have on your hands don't so don't uh, say anything to others just make sure that you yourself wanted to do that and have the patience very cool very cool thank you very much out of this has been a fantastic conversation thanks for being here yeah thanks kevin again yeah All right, that wraps it up for another fantastic episode of The Sea of Startups. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, go on to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. It's the best way for us to get discovered and to have these startup stories reach a broader audience. If you have any suggestions or would like to get in touch, you can email me at kevin at indelible.vc. As always, I'm your host, Kevin Brockland from Indelible Ventures, and this is The Sea of Startups.